Hello and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by giving you all the information that you need. No matter if you're building, buying, or designing your next project, we got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. Today's topic is honoring a hero. My hero, my father, Don Bellman. Hi, I'm David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. And today's podcast is more of a dedication. Um, maybe if you've heard or listen, but uh, recently my father passed away, and uh, he was my hero. And so I wanted to dedicate a quick episode of The Home Building Hero to my father because without him, I would not be in this industry. I'm not sure what I would have been doing, but um, he was a big inspiration to me, not only becoming a home builder, becoming a land developer, becoming a real estate agent, but he was really an inspiration for me, not only to be active in the industry, be charitable in the community, but uh, hopefully overall being a good person, being a person that wants to give back and share the knowledge that I've gained. And he was somebody that pushed me. He was somebody that really, you know, wouldn't let up on me in, in a good way. He wanted me to be successful. He wanted me to carry on the legacy and he was tough on me, but he was fair. And so I, I want to honor him uh, in this podcast and uh, just take a moment to express a few things that he's done for me, um, things that he's accomplished over the years. Uh, he, he was not the type of person that would ever do a podcast. He was not the type of person, um, you know, he, he was one of those guys that would, would come on in his pickup truck every day. Uh, he wore, you know, basic jeans and a lot of times just a sweatshirt. He loved being at the job site. Uh, he loved talking to all the trades. And, um, you know, he was just a hardworking guy. He never really wanted to retire. He loved the business so much. He loved what he was doing. And he never really did retire. And, uh, you know, he phased back a little bit, but he never retired because he loved what he did. This was, this was his passion. And it's hard not to admire a guy like that. It really is. So, um, so again, my father, Don Bellman, you know, he was a guy that started off. Um, his father was actually a sheriff or actually a sergeant, rather, in the sheriff's department in our local hometown. His father also was a farmer. So my father knew two things. He knew discipline and he knew hard work. And those things, you know, carried through his life. Um, my family didn't come from much. In fact, my father was a, um, you know, basically wanted to go to college and couldn't afford to pay for it. So first he enrolled into the military for a while. And, you know, as you're listening to this, you'll probably start piecing some of the pieces together on why I am the way I am, uh, why we do things like Operation Finally Home and things like that. But my father was in the military for a while. Uh, after returning back, he actually worked for a paving company. And he paved roads and used that money to pay his way through college. He met my mom in college and they got married. They were married for over 57 years. Pretty amazing the amount of loyalty. Uh, you don't see that that much anymore. So uh, you, you can see what, what kind of a person and a role, role model I've had here with, with my father. But uh, they were married a long time. My father got a job managing a tire store and uh, did very well with that, but he decided after a couple years, the, the, the long hours, that he wanted to be his own man. He wanted to be his own boss. 
And so he became a realtor and he went out and he started to sell property. And then he started to invest in real estate, buying some land. And uh, he would buy some sites that were other builders or developers were having trouble with and he would buy those and he would, would sell them to his builder friends. And then he would uh, help that builder sell that home. And he did that for nearly a decade. So this was from 1971 to around the 80s. Around 1980, if you didn't know, interest rates were terrible. The economy was in poor shape. And my father decided that, uh, you know, some of his builder friends were going away. My father decided that, hey, I've learned enough from these guys. I could do this myself. And he became a home builder. And I didn't always say he had the best timing in the world, but it was a blessing in disguise because starting his business during that poor recession, he was able to get some of the very, very best contractors, the very best tradesmen that were out there. He was able to put them to work. He developed a rapport with them. He took care of them. He did things a little different than some of the other builders. And he was able to take a few projects and start to turn them around. And after that happened, of course, President Reagan was elected. He put a lot of juice into the economy and things took off and the home building business was fantastic and our company grew and grew and grew for many years. And my father was very astute about buying land. He made some very good purchases. He bought things. He saw things kind of before they happened. So he was able to to buy land that uh, other people maybe weren't even thinking about. My father, you know, coming from a farmer's background, he was able to talk to a lot of these farmers and build rapport with them and be able to purchase it from them and, and come up with terms that were favorable to everybody. And he had that trust with them. He was just one of those kind of guys that he liked to talk to people and he would talk to people that most people wouldn't. You know, when, when someone's on a job site, you know, the guy picking up the garbage, my dad was almost more interested in that guy and, and very grateful and thankful of that type of person, more so than the guy that, you know, owned that company. And he developed a rapport with people. And he was that way with farmers. He was that way with, with people in elected offices, the staff people. He was just very good at working with them. And so I think that was a big part of his success. Now, my father didn't necessarily love the office part as much. He he came in the office and he did his business, but then, uh, you know, it was sort of like the reward was to go out to the job site after he did a little bit of paperwork. So he would do that pretty routinely. Uh, that's, I think, where I've kind of filled in and I helped do a lot of the office work. Um, if you don't know my father very well, he was a guy that up until his later ages never even used a computer, didn't even know how to turn one on, let alone send an email. And uh, he eventually learned how to do that as he kind of semi-retired. He learned how to use a computer a little bit. He still never had one at his desk his entire career, which is pretty amazing. Never used a computer, did everything paper. And uh, so I always had to kind of fill in on the background. I had to help him with the technology part of it. I helped him with the office part of it. So we were a good combo. And I think we worked well together that way. And I was able to sort of glue in the back end of the office while he was out, you know, taking care of the sites. So there's definitely a hole and not only in my heart, but there's a hole in, in, in our company and what he did uh, with the trades. And we all have to step up and do that. And I know we will, we have an awesome team, but uh, you know, that it, it's pretty amazing, you know, where he came from and what he did. And, and uh, he was really big on doing things by hand. 
He was big on um, doing it the right way. Even if it took longer, do it the right way. Make it right the first time. And uh, that, that's one of the things I learned from him. The other thing that I really learned from him is always do what you say you're going to do. He got me started in sales very early in my life. I was literally 18 years old and selling houses, challenging job uh, when you're just out of high school, but you, you know, do your best. And you know, one of the big pieces of advice he told me right away is if you say you're going to do it, you better do it. And that's it. And uh, that's a that's a big piece of advice. It's something I really learned and it's important. And that's one of the things that I think has very much influenced me. Um, seeing him go to work every day, even if he didn't feel like it, seeing him, you know, be disciplined and and, uh, and and calculating on what he was doing and and all those kind of things, being deliberate, um, I learned a lot from him on that as well. And I, I certainly wouldn't be that way if it wasn't for him. The other thing I really learned from my father was that he was someone who always tried to do the right thing. And he didn't care if people really knew about it or not, he just wanted to do the right thing. And so there's a lot of examples of this. Uh, one of the neat little stories that uh, I told um, at, at his funeral was when he was younger, he used to go ice skating at an ice rink. And you know that was something that was important to him. Well, when he was older, probably late 50s, early 60s, there was a story about our local ice rink being closed down because the city just didn't have money in the budget. This is something the city put on and did for years and years and years, and all of a sudden they just decided, nope, we're going to scrap that. My father heard about that. He was very upset. Now, instead of what most people would do, which is complain about it and say, why are you shutting this down? You guys should just do this. He just called up the city and said, how much do you need to get this thing open? This thing's really important to me and I want other kids to be able to enjoy the same thing that I did when I was younger. And they told him how much they needed in the budget for it and he just wrote him a check. And that was really all he intended. It turned into a story and, and things like that, but he didn't really intend for that to happen. He just wanted to help because it was the right thing to do. Similar story about him, you know, uh, the city was putting on their fireworks show, 4th of July, and my father went to the show. It was a pretty pretty disappointing show for a city of that size. In fact, I think local people sometimes put on better fireworks shows at the time. So my father had contacted him and said, how much would it cost to put on, you know, a show worthy of the city? What, 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 what would you need to really make this a good show? And they gave him a dollar amount, and, and he just gave it to him. And he, he did that just because he wanted them to have a good show. He wanted to represent the city that he was building all his houses in, the communities that he was putting people in. He, he was embarrassed. You know, here we're building these nice houses in this great community, and then we have this joke of a show. He wanted it to represent the city that people were living in. And, and the city was sort of wrong. You know, they had all these new residents, and they were, they were you know, not spending a lot of money giving back to their community. So... My father sponsored this for years and years and years. And uh, it was something that he was proud of because he was proud of where he lived. He lived in the same community his whole life. And it was important to him that you have a strong community and that you give back. And I learned that. And at first I was like, you know, we work so hard. You know, as a child, I was like, we work so hard to, to, to make this money and why are you giving it away? And I started to see that he's making a difference because if his community isn't strong, you're not going to be building in it. 
And what's the point of building these homes and, and creating, you know, lives for people, lifestyles for people, if you're not, you know, supporting that community and you, you don't have a strong community around it. So I get that and I understand it. And, and that's why I've been so passionate about things like Operation Finally Home. I did Operation Finally Home because I learned charity and I learned humility from my father. And I never served in the military. And I felt like this was something that I need to do to give back. And I learned those things from my father. And I always remember uh, when I decided to do Operation Finally Home, I made the decision. I was about two and a half hours away from my office and I was in the car on the way back and I remember driving back and I kept going, oh my gosh, you know, what am I going to tell my dad? <laughs> How am I going to tell my dad that we are giving a house away for free and he's going to kill me? <laughs> That's what I thought. And, you know, I drove back and, and I told him what it was all about and that we were going to do this. And he was just ecstatic. And I wasn't sure. I thought I thought he was going to freak out, but I explained what it was, and he just thought that was the most fantastic thing, and he was so proud. And he didn't want to get in the way. He didn't want to um, step in, and you know, he just kind of sat back and watched it, and uh, I knew he was proud, and I knew that that was something that uh, you know he, he was really excited about because he came to all the events, and he kind of sat in the back and he watched and he took it in, and I know he was smiling, and uh, that meant a lot to him, and. Uh, I'm proud of that and I'm proud of what I became and I wouldn't be that way without him. So uh, again, I want to dedicate this podcast to him. He's a big influence and uh, just a special guy. So uh, very proud to continue the legacy of Bellman Homes and the Bellman name and what my father created. And uh, we will miss him. We love him. And uh, it's pretty special. So if you listen to this whole podcast, thank you so much. Um, you know, I, like I said, I like to give back to the industry. Maybe this is a little bit of me being selfish, but um, I, I needed to share that because he was a great guy and he needs to be remembered, uh, hopefully now and uh, forever. Uh, and maybe we can immortalize him here in this podcast. So thank you guys so much for listening to the Home Building Hero. Thank you for supporting the podcast. We really appreciate it. Of course, if you like the podcast, please make sure you subscribe. Just look for Home Building Hero. Hit the subscribe button. It'll mean a lot to me. And of course, if you guys would like to reach out, you can find us on Twitter at building underscore hero, all lowercase, or you can also reach us on the website, homebuildinghero.com. I'm David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Home Building Hero, and we'll talk to you guys very soon.